Hey everybody, <laughs> welcome to episode number 78 of From the Jingweeds. We are Friday night, out back, it's getting laid out, it's got to be 10 o'clock at night. I think it's 9.40. It's 9.40, Maddie doesn't have to work tomorrow, Dan doesn't have to work tomorrow, but probably will go in anyways, so will I, because we got a new member of the fucking crew, and she wants to go in tomorrow. Frankie, what is going on? Wait, Dan... <laughs> Dan, She's what, up. Dan, what's up? She did not answer. <laughs> not a, oh, I mean, a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot to catch up on. I haven't seen you all week, but I know. It has been uh, long. How's the back feeling? Better. Uh, not not golf ready, but definitely better. I did try to work out Thursday, and it was, it's not worth it. I'm going to wait till Monday, nice. but I think, I don't know. I, I well, you tried can to bend over and touch your toes now? Bend over, touch your toes get up get in and out of bed i can walk to the restroom that's uh, nice everything's on the up and up <laughs> <laughs> hey uh twenty five thousand downloads today it's really doing it it's pretty crazy huh we yeah. said that we were gonna try and get to 100 episodes and we'll see what this goes and uh we made it to twenty five thousand episodes i think we were supposed to have like a leg wrestling contest like a <laughs> no, long it was fucking one time. episode oh yeah one episode we got to go yeah. back and listen oh, i think if one episode got a certain amount oh yeah one episode got to like a thousand downloads uh when we had 10 listeners hey we're getting a lot of listeners yeah. now yeah. uh we got Spread a lot going on uh, be a friend got, tell a friend there will be a uh sponsorship coming up that we're going to talk about doing uh another one beyond the uh par west uh, a little bit bigger a little bit better uh, a lot more action going on i did talk with the people over at simple machine brewery um they are definitely willing to host a uh little happy hour so i hope to get with everybody you and the group of guys and we'll probably do it in between the thanksgiving and uh christmas time yes uh we'll definitely Shout it out a couple times before we get it going, but be, be on the lookout of that, uh, and we'll do a podcast from there. We'll get a group of people going, uh, see how that goes, and we'll kind of start traveling this. That was my vision when this whole thing started, was time to move it around. Hopefully we can get into some other people's neck of the woods with it. Uh, I thought when we started it that we would do it in the shops of people, and we've done it in our shops, and I vote no. It's just, I, I mean, you got to get beats, away from it. Got to get away from it. It's Friday night out here. <laughs> oh, no. Right now, especially, the, it's starting to cool down. What's probably 60 degrees right now? It's, yeah, it's going to be that. We both have sweatshirts on. Mm-hmm. Mine probably more expensive than yours, but. Uh, yeah, mine's uh, <laughs> Fabletics. It's the, uh, I think it's Jennifer. No, Kate Hudson started it as a oh. female. Uh, well, then mine. Well. An Yours athletic is- line, and then Kevin Hart jumped into it. This shit is sweet. It's like a subscription type thing. Oh, I mean, no subscription. Uh, I'd be T-shirt of the month club. It's uh, it's quality shit, and you can get smoking good deals. And you, the membership is like forty nine bucks a month. Okay, but you get it filled once, forty nine bucks, and then you can like defer it. Yeah. So you're in there for forty nine bucks, and you're just now. Then you get tons of deals. The drawers, very comfortable. Very comfortable. Uh, <laughs> and cheap. Right? Yeah, you, yeah, you can take a pair home, try them out. Let it, maybe they'll sponsor us. I'll bring it back. So uh, we do have a new member of the crew, uh, Frankie. Me and Leah adopted a little border collie, and we think Australian Shepherd. And then there's a whole bunch of other shit in it, other than a pretty cool 11-week-old dog that's 
hanging out in the chair. Wants, wants the ear goggles on right now. But she had a today was day one, day one at the golf course all day. Uh, we went out and uh, I sprayed greens yesterday, and I had okay. a little bit left over, and I like to spray the range tea divots with my extra mix. Yeah. So yesterday it was packed, so I was like, all right, I'll just spray it tomorrow morning, and then clean out the rig. And uh, yeah, she went lap time up on there, cruising on the up spray there. rig. Oh, on the no spray shit. rig on my lap. Stayed and we just, there. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, um, she sits really good in the cart. Everybody, all you guys know that you got good old dogs on the golf course. Um, See, shit, right? what a what a different world. This is my first go at this. Nine, 20 years in the business, and yeah. here we go. I can't say I'm not jealous, but I mean, when I first got Gorda, my the English bulldog, I took her to work as a puppy, chucked her in the cart, and probably it wasn't as soon as I got as fast as you could go in a cart, she bailed. Oh. And that was it. <laughs> so nope. she she didn't ride in the cart. Wasn't meant to be bailing out of the cart. So that was that was the first and last day of going yeah. on the golf course. Frankie, uh, she curled up in a ball next to me all day long, and then we kept jumping out. And you're gonna follow me, walk around. We're gonna play. You know the whole deal. Uh, haven't gotten her anywhere near the greens yet. I know there's a big. Do you let your dog on the greens? Um, Dude, you or can let some that dog people. Yeah, I know, but it's unless a, it takes a unless it, it it's starts there. peeing. I'm correct, <laughs> but I think that it's one of those kind of like control things. Yeah. And I think you gotta have that same thing with bunkers. Like you don't just want to ripping through a fucking bunker. No, I would agree. Yeah. Because it's bad enough that legitimately people don't take care of them anymore. Uh, I did see that Arizona Is it, golf. You think so- that's carried through COVID at your yeah. place? Absolutely. Oh, mine, mine, no. Mine, they, Absolutely. They're, they're back on. Arizona um, Golf Association does this um, little video about, like, you know, the new rules and the etiquette and whatever. And they put this, they basically, they're going to talk about the etiquette of the game. They do the video and it's got nothing. And uh, Chad uh, Pepperoni Perones over at Wigwam, he, uh, he tweets right back and basically says, none of that's teaching anything. And they give it back to him as, well, maybe we'll do a little uh, segment of with Chad Perone and he can teach the etiquette of taking care of the golf course. And he said, yeah, there's a podcast in town that would definitely join in this. And I saw him the other day at Vistancia playing, uh, went to, uh, first yeah. went to Hack Attack the other day. He's like, he says to me, he goes, did you see my tweet? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, I figured fuck it if i'm going in this i'm bringing your he goes i'm dragging you with me and i was like all right i'm in it, they did i thought just a job of it it yeah. was but they gave it back to him oh that was just a teaser or what's to come so in like a month from now everybody's gonna forget like the little teaser that they gave out and none of the etiquette's gonna be fixed and now we're gonna be like busier than ever and everybody just continues to think that it's okay to not take care of the golf, not, you know, fix your divots, not rake your bunkers, not fill your divots in the fairways with the sand and yeah. seed or mulch or whatever, all the etiquette deals that are going on um, or that we all want that we kind of took away, you know, the flag yeah. sticks. So pull the flag stick and stick your hand in there so the whole edge of the cup's can not we talk about flag sticks real quick like we forgot that people can pull the fucking thing yeah dude so i went from the the three quarter inch flag and it get, word got around that i ordered half inch flag sticks that was the talk of the town at my place 
half inch flag sticks because the three quarter inch has been keeping our ball our ball out. It's like, well, you had the tapered one, so it's actually the yeah. same size at the bottom, right? But they're they're firmer. But it doesn't matter. You can pull the flag stick. It, people forget now. Like you're talking about, people forgot that you have to rank bunkers. Like right. People forget you can pull the flag stick. That is still allowed in the game of golf. It used to be you weren't allowed to not pull it. Right? right. It was a penalty. It was two strong. Yeah. Penalty. Right. Yeah. Now it's like, <laughs> I I don't know how in a year and a half people have just lost total etiquette. Another thing is, it's, it's different between me and you. It's different because when you talk about etiquette. It's like we have to inform people, the golfer. For me, the members have to inform each other. Like if I get, if I'm a member at my club and I'm an owner, an equity owner in the club because I'm paying dues and I bought in at, at whatever and it's a member-owned club, 35 grand or 100 grand or right. 10 grand or two grand, you get out of the bunker and don't rake it. I would be like, dude, rake the bunker. You know what I mean? Like it's time to hold it. Everybody, each other accountable. Meeting. And it's like, well, hey, can you put up rope and stake over here? Because people keep driving over there. It's like, I'm not here to babysit you. Could we put up rope and stake? Yeah, but now I've got to do rope and stake guy every morning because it gets chewed up by the coyotes. Why do I need to police you? This is your club. I saw something we on talked tw- about this before. I saw something on Twitter the other day, or maybe a week ago, was uh, I can't believe people do this. And it was the rope cut from the coyotes yeah coyotes <laughs> and but so, it was funny watching people put out there i can't believe like, people do this so no, it's not in the greens committee meeting i look at and i know i've talked about it before i'm like it is your club i'm here to fix your mistakes the days of me getting mad about people driving on the approach it's no more because it's not my responsibility it is now yours Correct. you own it and if you don't like it then look and say matt mm-hmm. stop driving on the approach you've done it the last three holes i'm tired of it because the last hole yeah. The condition around the green stunk. And exactly. it can't be the superintendent's fault anymore. And if you want those to be any good, then we're going to have to play out a little, you know, you know airification holes or solid you know, time holes and yeah. top dressing sand. And but, well, I told the member and he yelled at me. Well, what do you think what is going to happen to me when I tell him? Now I'm an asshole. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm an employee here and now I'm an asshole. You're just an asshole, but you, you're, you're not going to get kicked out of the club for I telling know. a guy to not drive on the golf course when it's car path only. I can't wait to be retire and become like, an asshole at a fucking you club. You be the not me. I'm not going to be the asshole. I'm not going to tell him not to where to go. No, I'm done. Yeah, because now you do that to enough members. Now Dan's the asshole. They start looking for reason to get rid of you. But you know what I mean? I to- no, I totally Hold, understand. You that. own the club. If if you want to drive on the greens, if the whole membership decides, you know what? Fuck it, we're going to drive on the greens. Fine, but here's the expectation of the greens. Correct. Yeah, there's going to be a lot more sand, a lot more holes, yeah. or they're going to be dog shit, and there's going to be ruts all over. Everything I can say is only a recommendation because I, this is what I think is going to make the golf course better. I, you, if it was car path only all the time, the golf course is going to be fucking insane because quail riding right now looks the best it's ever been in my six years. We haven't had a cart on it. Yep. You know what I mean. No, I totally get it. It's look at the clubs that so, are all walking clubs. It's progressively this. We want the club to be absolutely incredible, car path only. You know, or we want it, eh, maybe on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we'll let people off because we want it X. There's just like anything in life, there's a give and take. Right. If you want pristine conditions, car path only. If you don't give a fuck and want to drive everywhere, then the conditions don't matter, but mm-hmm. I can drive on the green. You know what I'm saying? Right. Could you imagine if you were if that came up in a greens committee? How come we can't drive on the green? You know that's the you extreme. Who's no, but, you can't, you know, but to, to me now, public golf is different. 
in a, at a resort. You can't have people drive on the greens because there's an expectation. Correct. Yeah. But, you just can't and, have people I, I do it. Like Could now, you imagine if people did as I'm not a babysitter. These are all adults. I used to see the tire tracks at fucking Coco of the people picking up the flags in the afternoon that went right across the green because the dew was different on the greens. <laughs> so you'd see it the next morning that the fucking dudes just drove up right to, up to the pin. And that was like, hey, what the fuck? And he was like, oh, yeah, we'll talk to him. Talk to him. We'll talk to him. You're yeah. out. Later. Yeah, we but told again. you We told you that on day one. We don't do that. It's time to start setting, like, hold each other accountable. And I know, no, like, probably not. It's not time, it's like, though. It's, it's that's the way it should be. Like, the fact yeah. that we have to say, no, oh, it's time. But I, I, I basically blows. told him, and everybody, seven of the eight people in the committee meeting agreed that, yes, we need to hold each other accountable. We can't. The marshal, I guess, is there to be, you know, police everyone, get pace of play, but not to be the scapegoat. No. And it, the worst is the golfer behind us saying, oh, I saw him drive up on the green. Well, yeah. then go tell him he didn't like it. Right. I have the but issue. But you be the asshole, Matt. You be the asshole. I don't want to be the asshole. I have the uh, I had the conversation with one of our rangers, quote unquote. I call them player services. Uh, they say ranger, and I say ranger sounds like you got a badge and a gun. Yeah, you know, and you're out there to be the dick. Right. Player service should just wheel around. Okay, you have a packed fucking golf course. It's Friday. S- s- yes, you're gonna have slow groups. Whatever. But as long as it's somewhat moving and there's not like these giant gaps, mm-hmm. it's a smile and wave. Hey, folks, how yeah. you doing? Anything I can help you with? Not the, you know, the group is four holes in front of you is, they're real slow. I can't see the fucking fourth people. Mean, it doesn't, none of that matters. The ease just, is the one in front of you that you want to pump a ball into. But it, yeah, it still yeah. is just like, dude, no, just smile and wave. Fucking have a good time. Don't even bring up the fact that it's fucking It's unwritten rule. It's fucking slow out here right yeah, now. I, this, what are you going to change? This morning. No, this is a fourth hole. I'm on the fourth hole, and it's like, yeah. sorry, it's there's people four holes ahead of you that are holding things up. So I got to sit through this for fucking 14 yeah. more of these things <laughs> rather than, hey, folks, how's it going? Beautiful fucking day out, yeah. right? Beer special oh, today. Yeah. How's the beers? Cold yeah. as shit. My coffee cranking. You know, the whole just pumped happened them. this morning. Be so I'm driving around, with the, Be positive driving around with the head pro. Uh, pull up on a group. Good or, vibes only. Good vibes only. Pull up. Second group. Uh, hey, pulls us over. Hey, can you tell them to speed up? Like, they're the first group, and they're, it's slow. And uh, we pull off. Head pro looks his watch, and he goes, they're way ahead of pace. It's like, and then, so, dude, this dog has no sense of space. Yeah, she here. is. She's out of control. <laughs> I'm, um, uh. So, uh, it's like, oh, they're way, they're right on pace. What are you going to go tell those people? You're fine. And, and another thing to me is, what are you going to do later, dude? Yeah. You're Go. You're either gonna go to the bar, or you're gonna go home and take a nap. Yep. You know what I mean. So what if you're here 15 more minutes? You you hate your group that much that you can't spend another 15 minutes. Now if you're waiting 10 minutes on every tee, you know yeah, what I mean. And that's, that's just one thing. But if you're not pace, managed correctly by, if you're under four hours, just enjoy the morning. It, look at this. You got four it, peaks right there. Exactly. Look at this view. Hey, All you know what's good? We sell beers up there that can <laughs> make this enjoyable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. 
where where are you going? I I don't want to be out there for six hours, but at the same time, what else am I doing? Yeah, it's Carpath only. You're going to be out here for a little bit, and you got nothing else to do today. You got nothing else to do. I know it because you're going to call me if the sprinklers (laughs) turn on. You know what I mean? Because you're just sitting, you're sitting, staring out the windows, dude, looking at the view. The the stuff that drives you know people what? that live on the golf course. Can you nuts. can oh, you trim no, that okay. tree? My view used to be. Oh yeah. So then it goes on to that shit. Oh the view. You know me. I needed separate inboxes for trees that need a view. <laughs> <laughs> so in the town hall meeting the other day, it's like, uh, like it's the golf course from 1970. We're starting to lose some trees. It's just that's just the life of the golf course. They're 50 years old. Yeah. And one member says, "What are we going to do about the trees?" And and we've in the greens committee over the last three years has set up they've gone around the inventory to all the trees they decided what's essential what's not what we could lose if it comes back if we're going to plant it they got a whole thing right ones that change yeah happen everything mine have the trees on the golf course actually like shape the entire hole yeah so those are the ones you're talking about are the ones that hey yeah like hey this one guards the green correct or like that one is essential now the crab apple or whatever that thing is crab apple I would love to have a crab apple war on your golf course if you had a crab apple trees. We had crab there's apple one, trees all over on the three quail. Place there's a couple in the middle that just look like a crab apple. I don't know what yeah. the fuck they are. Never seen any another one like in Arizona. But it's like if we lose that thing behind the tee, who cares? Anyway, so he's like, but we just like the beauty. And I grabbed the mic because it was a question and answer part. And I go. Uh. If you got as many phone calls about the member, amount of members that want trees dropped out here so they could see four peaks, you would change your tune because I would say 99% of the people don't agree. Yeah. And oh, everybody laughed. Man. I was like, my inbox is full of people wanting me to trim a tree so they could see four peaks. Nice. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen you pull that off. Oh, I mean, I got this guy called me. How many me. people are in the town hall meetings at your place? We had 65 this year. But, uh, is that a, a big? Day. Is that no, small? No, I, like when when we got the contract, got the contract, we filled the whole church five hundred seats. Oh, like, really? With the initial like here, yep, yeah, it was packed. It's going to change it was the, the, the world. Smallest one I had seen, but I think I don't know. People weren't like things are moving in the right direction of the club. There's, I mean, things are good. Yeah, the best I've felt about where it's going and the buy-in. Like okay, so yeah, I think the, that was I mean, part the of the buy-in like, around here is. Both golf courses are, I in my eyes, very good. I think just everything around. We got I'll agree good, with you there. Is regardless if you think they're good, really good, whatever, they are moving heavily yeah. in the fucking positive direction. Everything heavily. in the club. It just feels like. I mean, we, there was a point where we we're down in genius. We're down a lot of people. Yeah. It, it sounded seemed bleak, but like we got pickleball courts. We're, we're, we well, got a fountain in the front. HOA. We got yeah. I know, but it's still it's there. It's right. part of the whole the whole yeah. deal. I we mean, got, a couple of years ago, I got a guy. He's like, hey, I just bought this house twelve months ago. I could see Fort Peaks, and now it's just overgrown. <laughs> the tree. It's the number one on, or it's the tree up by the green. I don't know if you'll remember or not. Number. Uh, 10 white wing left up by the green. It's a fucking monster mesquite. It's fucking 50 year old tree. Sir, <laughs> like, this thing doubled in size in the last 12 months. Uh, you're wrong. Also, next time we play, remind me, I'll show you. It's a fucking monster. That's so funny. It's as big as that. Is that a ficus? I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. It's as big as that. <laughs> and he goes, in 12 months, he had this perfect view to four peaks, and now he can't see it. I've probably got five of those. It's like, uh, 
Sir, that, that tree is like 40 years old. Yeah, no shit. Can we just whack the top? <laughs> I'd love to see the view of four peaks of that place because you come around half of it. When we play in the morning, the sun's coming up over the other side of it. So the first few holes you can't see. Yeah. But those cool days when the fucking clouds are low and it's just start. Oh, Dude, it, you, that, those views are First badass. off, when you get to number four. probably three T and then you over to five. Oh, yeah. Number five for sure is just unbelievable. The other morning I was texting you about the sunrise. Mm-hmm. The way it was coming over Four Peaks from Rio was, I got to give it credit. That place has the views that are unbeatable. And yeah. that's the canyons like, got them too. This hidden, it's a hidden gem or oh, that whole mm-hmm. area. Some of that is why you're like, oh, that is why people live over here. I couldn't imagine being peaceful. on nine green at your place the other day and when just I, looking back and just. When I took the picture of the hawks, because yeah. the Tim that runs a restaurant, he puts out fucking bird feeders and puts out <laughs> the blocks of seed. So in the morning when it's real quiet and there's no golfers, there's a fucking shitload of quail and dove hanging around there. And I have those Harris hawks that live there. When we played the other day. Bird Lady Bree calls them the fucking sky wolves because they hunt like them, you know, whatever. But they move over. We were teeing off the other day. We got on one tee and I go, oh, check that out, Harris hawk. And you go, oh, yeah. Bird feeders. Oh, yeah. Bird feeders over there. You know, they they're, blasted, they're going to the bird feeder. Blasted. Two, two of, of them showed up in that one yeah. tree right off the left of one. And they work off of that. They Two of them go to that. And after Bree had told me about like the hierarchy, you kind of start paying attention to it. And they sit up in that old dead mesquite in between my shop and number 2T. And yeah. there's always who, I don't know which one's on the top, but it is a one dude on the top or whatever. Then the next one. And it kind of just trickled down like fucking Christmas tree ornaments in a row of who apparently, what she says is like the hierarchy of it. And then when they go hunt, there's a whole movement. So they all move over to the eucalyptus tree off the right side of number one T. Yeah. But whoever is the hunter, two of them, this is like clockwork, two of them go and work. The fucking so, bird feeders before people show up. So they sit in the pine trees around the putting green and just fucking light just them up. Them. Yeah. This is going to go sideways for a second, but did you listen to the dog walk about the guerrilla wars in 1970s? Yes. Dude, yep. How fascinating was that? It was unreal how a whole tribe like, of the fucking. But they had that one, the main dude, kind of like the hierarchy, was like this was good like, king, let's call it, right? Yep. And like everything was sovereign and then he died or whatever. And then the next dude in line was just like the worst. And it so that other group broke off. And it, it talks about basically how it relates so close to what we do. Yeah, as right. As human, the yeah, hierarchy it did. of the chief, Yeah. So if you, it's, that is, it's a good, it's a fascinating, the literally war, like a four-year war of gorillas. Right, yeah. In the 1970s. I think I it was like one faction. Yeah. It was chimps. Chimps Was it chimps? Yeah, yeah, chimp war, sorry. But pretty money. That And that's what makes our job so good. So... This is going to get even, this is all tie this together. So I've been asked about the, uh, the caddy and the golfer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you even text me to the corn fairy boy show up. <laughs> I've had a couple people ask my dad, I think Casey even brought it up a couple of people. So, so they were supposed to show up Tuesday and I think I was texting you. I think you were the one that texted me, Hey, the corn fairy boy show up. And I said, no, not yet. And then in, in the midst of our text, they emailed me and said, hey, we're at a bus stop in Amarillo, Texas. We're on, I don't have any phone signal. We're on our way. And so I'm like, okay. At this point, it's like, 
All right, boys. I'm going to go ahead and believe you because he, they, they, they sent me an email on a, cause indeed they applied through. Yeah. Send me an email on indeed Monday morning. We're on the road 9am. So we're going to be in Arizona tomorrow. Uh, the next day, Tuesday comes and it's like, I don't hear from him. Don't hear from him. Uh, then I heard to asking me, it must've been at three yeah. o'clock in the afternoon. Then I get the email. Hey, we're in Amarillo, Texas. We're going to be in Arizona like tomorrow morning. And I'm like, all right, here we go. So the next one, I don't hear from them. And then, uh, shit, I think they ended up like Wednesday. They emailed me like, we made it. And we'll, uh, like, he's like, do I got a phone number I can call you? Like, send me my phone number. He's like, yep, we're here. We're ready to go. What do you want to do? So I'm like, just show up tomorrow at 730. Um, so it would have been Thursday. And uh, we'll, like, we'll do your paperwork, get your process, get you in the clock or whatever. Sure as shit, fucking Thursday, here they come in this fucking, like, old truck with just, like, a, you know, the sticker, like, license plate, dealer's yep. plate, they're fucking, they're here. The wow. fucking golfer made it. Uh, so they did their paperwork Thursday, played golf, played nine holes, and then came to work on time the next day. They're all fired up. They're fucking pumped to be here. Uh, what The caddy. He uh, actually lived here a couple years. His brother still lives here. Uh, oh, brother's wife had a kid last night, so they didn't have a car. Ubered to work this morning. Yep. We're a couple minutes late only because the Uber was 15 minutes away. So Where the are they reason, living about? It's like East Valley? Is, no, like up in North Scottsdale. Oh, okay. <laughs> or was, they're living with the... Well, hold on. Hey, they're living even with, you can work at Rio Verde for $20 an hour and well, live in North they're Scottsdale. They're living with the... Just for the time, like for a couple days, they're living with the caddy's brother until now. They, and then they got an Airbnb in Fountain Hills that starts like on Monday. So they, oh Jesus, these Christ. these dudes are all. But here's the thing, they fucking Ubered at at like uh, work starts at five thirty, four forty eight. He's like, hey dude, we might be late. My brother's kid went into my brother's wife went into labor last night, so we don't have a car. Uber's on its way, and it was up by like True North, and then they have a, like Hayden, the 101, let's call it, or something, yeah. you know. So it's 15 minutes away, then it's back. But they're up, ready to work, like getting an Uber. They're getting, they, it probably cost them 50 bucks to get there. Yeah, I know. But they're in. But played golf on the first day. He's like, I'm here to work, and I'm going to golf until the sun goes down. I want to try to make it. That He's dead serious. Interesting. We got to play with him. And but I got it like I've never seen a kid's well other than stealing a car to get to work. Like <laughs> yeah, they're they're right. in, and I don't have any reason to believe they're not. Right, and they showed up. That's awesome. So it circles back to the sun, sunrise. The dude, one of the the caddy looks like there. I heard them talking to the golfer and the caddy talking to Cody, and they're like, dude, that sunrise was incredible this morning. And they're like, I just love, they're like, I love it here. They notice like how fucking money it is. They're nice. all in. So. End of the story, a caddy's here, and they're they they fucking greyhounded it from Tulsa, Oklahoma to Scottsdale, Arizona. Gonna work Ubered on the work. crew and fucking make it on the corn ferry tour and come on the podcast and shove it up my hoop for saying no fucking way. And as uh, to I, it's one of these things. My wife, uh, like my wife, sometimes sells like baby shit on offer up. We're getting yep. rid of it. Offer up. You so if anybody needs a baby shit. 75% of the time, the people are like on my way, never show up. That's so fucked up. I don't understand. Like, hey, 
I'll be there. When can I pick it up? Pick it up in 10 minutes. In 10. All right, I'll be there. Head on my way. They'll send it. And then never show. That's like, that's kind of what I was expecting. Like these dudes oh, were on I a bus. I totally expected it. Yeah, no way. It was, this was, it was gonna, not going to happen. It and you're just going to get here happened. and just be like, oh, wait. I can do the same thing in the <laughs> middle of fucking Scottsdale. Then, then, oh, like after this, or like when I told Cody, I was like, they're on a Greyhound. He's like, what if you just hired two meth heads, dude? Like, what if these kids are bank robbers? They're just trying to get away. <laughs> and they <laughs> yeah. wheel into this car. I was like, fuck, I guess I didn't really think of that either. What are they, what are they trying to escape? I think they just, they just sent it, dude. They're a couple 20 somethings and they're just like, let's go. We got and nothing else do you know this story? They have they been friends for Since a long time. Two years old. They're best buddies. Love golf. All right, we're gonna we're gonna pump the wheels off these. We're gonna hope they make it. Yeah, we're gonna get the jingweeds on their golf bag. They love it. That's the deal. They love it. And they made it. And I, I got to hand it to the kids. I mean, day one was today. They showed up. They fucking loved it. They're all in. Um, but they working this weekend. Yeah, one day. Nice. You know, one day on, one day off. But everybody gets a day off on yeah. the weekend. One day off during the week, weekend and one day off during the week. But there it is. Update. The boys made it. Fired up. I'm fired up for them, man. I hope the kid makes it. You know what? I'm going to – I'll change my tune and say, come on, boys. Because me and Dan are going to, A, play you. Give us 11 strokes, best ball. Let's go play. You can't beat us two in eleven strokes. The caddy and you can't make it. No, the caddy's not. I don't think no, he's good. just him by himself. Yeah. We'll play best ball. Yeah, and I would say eleven strokes. We stink. Well, I'll tell you, he went out and played clay on shot of thirty nine. Front oh. nine. Oh, he's got a lot of work to do. Eight strokes. That's got a lot of work. To yeah, do. four but strokes. We can give him four I, strokes. He, he shot we just went from eight to we went from eleven to four strokes. I know. Shot thirty nine. Again, it was like when he said he shot thirty nine. I was like, "All right, buddy, you're just you might as well find a shack and be on the crew." (laughs) You ever pursued a golf in agronomy (laughs) or a career in agronomy? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But you know what? Who's to say that if he don't? He's like, I haven't played golf as much as I should. He played college golf. Haven't been able to play with work and I got a kid and shit. He's like, I don't know that if you don't just say I'm going to work until eleven thirty and then from noon to eight p.m. I'm going to play golf that. You can't make it. I don't know what it takes. I think it has a lot to do with that. You yeah. have to be. And from what they say, they're all in. They were. They had the club and like, can we play? <laughs> yeah. Shit. They better start writing a book or start a podcast. One or the other. Well, we can just document it right here. So the boys are here. Yeah. yeah. All right. Maybe let's get them successful and we'll get them on here and, and talk like about the, being they like the sunrise in the morning. Nice. It tell all them, ties back on the jingweeds. Tell them to tell them to show. Yeah. Tell them to listen to the jingweeds <laughs> and they'll learn their job that much fucking faster. Oh, shit yourself. Um, Beers. Want to touch on these things? Shit. Forgot we we're drinking beers. Yeah. I did so. not. Yeah, I did not. This is uh, so. I swung over to uh, Simple Machine, and I had said to you earlier was, uh, "We're gonna get this thing going. We're gonna have a little deal over there." So I figured I'd wheel up, grab a couple of them, and this is uh, a fairly new release. I don't know West Coast IPA. Everything's a West Coast IPA these days. We used to say everything was a sour, and that's why <laughs> we didn't buy them. And because of that, all we do is buy these. Uh-huh. Have you best. ever seen an ABV go that deep? 7.221%? No. 
72 on the IBUs. Cool can. Little nerd with a mohawk. It's a Which collaboration it goes that far. of Simple Machine Brewery and uh, 1227 Tap Room in Phoenix. I had one of these while I was sitting at the bar waiting for the... Supposed to drink it out of those fancy tulip grasses that you mm-hmm. fucking hate. So, I had <laughs> one of them while I was getting these. <laughs> and uh, it came in this... It looked more like the Sam Adams vase I was talking about. Was it? Yeah, the little. I don't you know that. You know the drawing. The, the you know the drawing that's like a psychology test. Do you see like a yeah. vase or do you see or two face. faces? Yeah. I know that Sam that's, Adams cup. I, I like that. Do you see vases or faces? I'm a faces What'd person. You say? A, a vase. <laughs> but you didn't. Well, I'm never gonna say that word. So I see two so faces. You, every so time. do you see a fucking face or do you see fucking faces? I see faces? both. I can see both, no, but, but when, when you look, look at, at it, it looks like two faces in a vase. Two faces. Vase. 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 <laughs> but uh, I'm going birdie beer. That's birdie. Yeah. That's a good beer. Simple simple machine's fucking killing it. Pumps them. Yeah, it turns them out. And uh, the next one is from there, too. We'll get to that later. Oh, let me give you a little life, a day in the life of Dan this week. Okay. Because <laughs> it was a rough one. We were texting a little bit. I was like, so I hurt my back last week. So I was out three days. Get back Friday. And I'm just like noticing the hot spots on the golf course. I was like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? I was like, I was gone three days. This, this is the reason sometimes this job fucking stinks. Because if you miss three days when you weren't expecting it, and then you come back. And so then I'm like, it's just getting warm. And no, it's not making sense. And then on a couple holes, like 17, just this one clock. But then the rest of the golf course, like, let's say three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, perfectly fine. Maybe one or two heads that just don't seem like they're working. Like, you know, it just needs an adjustment yeah. or bumped up a little bit. Uh, but like two, one of the clocks looks like the heads on just that clock are looking fucked up. Uh, one, 18, like, there's just like so on toros they got, i got dt heads and there's something called the dt ring which is like it used to it burnt around the head and i think what you needed to do is turn the intermediate nozzle to eight two instead of 12 well 12 six right? yeah right and this is way back at indian wells or at iron horse when they first came out i remember uh we switched over number one fairway to dts and i remember with like this the burn up spot around the the head and I remember, I remember hand watering it. And I was like, what is this? And then it ended up, there was a thing called the DT ring. And I, I'm telling you, it was it existed. Right. So anyway, so some of, the, this, some of the holes look like maybe that was it. So I'm like turning them on. I'm checking the adjustments. I got all these heads written down that I need to turn up. I'm fucking pissed. I'm like, why? What the fuck? I'm gone three days. It was fine. And now this shit's burning up. Like I'm ready to kill my assistant. I go to the computer. He's got everything bumped up. So he recognized that there was a problem. Good. Turn the heads up. Good. I was like, all right. Maybe it was, I don't know. I've been gone three days, but we seemed like this should be effective. Right? Right. Come back Monday. It's just like not improving. And uh, I'm just driving around. I'm kicking on heads. um, Still making adjustments. Like even bumping the overall adjust up. Like I'm just like, it's not getting enough water. I think the weather station might not be working. But quail rolling looks fine. 
But I'm like, the ET has been 0.13 for three days straight. Is that not working? I think, do we talk about yeah, that? No. Okay. So I'm like, maybe the ET's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So, because we water off ET, so I fucking bump the overall adjust up to 120%. Tuesday come in. It's just, it looks worse. And uh, I think even Casey came out and I was like, dude, just like shit's getting hot. I took over 17 fairway. I'm like, this clock, look at this. From this point, you yeah. can see a definite line on 17. I was like, it's just, it's not even hot enough for this to make sense. So then, uh, like, we're looking at it. It's like, yeah. I was like, I don't know. We're I'm trying to run heads. I got a, a member member going on. But your heads are kicking on with radio. Yeah. So stuff. when I go, I kick it on. Pressure's fucking fine. We're able to manually water. The irrigator, we're, everybody's manually watering all day. I had a member member Tuesday. So I'm, like, waiting for the ladies to get through. But, like, Tuesday now, it's like stuff is getting even hotter. And it's just like, this is not making sense. It is even not Even with sense. the water you're putting on in the morning, yeah. it's getting hotter. And it's not even getting wet. Like, I'm running like 17 minutes ahead on some fairways. And they, you you do that for far. Before you'd be yeah, that's muckle. fucking, yeah. So I'm going to the clocks. It's saying it ran 17 minutes last night. I'm like, that head didn't run 17 minutes. I kick it on, you know, it, whatever. So like 12 fairway, the whole thing is hot. And so I'm like trying to run heads, run heads. It's like, this doesn't make any sense. So anyway, I fucking come in Tuesday night. I go out to the golf course. I've got the NSN Connect. So I'm looking at heads running. I'm on 12 fairway because that was the one that looked the worst, like the most hot spots. Yeah. But it just didn't make sense everywhere. Except the holes, like like I said, three through 10 are fine. Then the hot spots are on the other holes. So I'm looking at the irrigation there's supposed to be four heads running on 12. I go out there. There's one. And I'm like, and it's, it the pissing? pressure's probably 70%. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I go back to the pump station. Only one motor's on. I got four, there are three 75 horses and a 25. So I should be able to run. Like, I don't know. What is that? 1,800. Well, you should be up in the 2,500. Yeah, yeah. 2,500, whatever. But it's good at 18. And it says the PSI is fine. It's like 109 PSI, but it's only kicking one motor on. And I've got tons of heads running out there. It, I think the flow is like nine, 1,000 gallons, you know what I mean, on a 175-horse yeah. motor is going. So I'm like, this isn't right. So I'm trying to like turn a motor on manually. It won't turn on. So I'm like, fuck, the motor's fucked. Well, then I shut the whole thing down, and I turn off one motor, and I turn on the other. That's working, blah, blah, blah. So the motor's fine. I still can't get the fucking heads to turn on like it's not making sense so i go back to the golf course still heads are fucking pissing go back well then i i finally realized after the third time back at the pump station that the downstream pressure the gauge isn't talking to the, the thing so it's saying it's 110 psi i look at the downstream pressure on the filter it's fucking 40 oh shit so it's like i bypass the filter i shut everything down bypass the filter and then kick heads on pressure's fucking glorious so i end up going downloading a whole new cycle to start i think at this point it was like 10 o'clock and i text you to start yeah. at 10 30 so i run a whole irrigation sorry long story short like for three days i'm like this is it i'm gonna fucking lose my job with this fucking bullshit and i was like the stress that's i'm mean, into the stress of this job just because of stupid shit like every time you think you're doing something right like you see a hot spot nine times out of 10 or 
9,999 times out of 1,000, you make an adjustment in the computer, and in three days, it's perfectly yeah, fine. Yeah, right. Right? It's like, I'm going to lose my job on some fucking bullshit. Like, some shit, like, I would hurt back. If I hadn't hurt my back, it doesn't progress this far. Instead of catching it on Tuesday the next week, maybe we catch it on Friday. You know what I mean? No, I totally, yeah, I I agree. I know exactly what you're saying. Long story um, short, that was Tuesday today. The place, I mean, it looks like turned around, no problem. We were like, it looks perfectly I was, fine. I was going you can to see ask the how little were you worried about chucking them. Maybe do you have any seed to chuck? You know, I, you go there, out there. I, mean, I was like, everything. It's nine o'clock at night, and you're standing at a pump station, going, maybe we need to shut down nine holes and totally reseed them. You know what I mean? Because I don't. I don't know what I can't figure out what the fuck's going right, on. Right, yeah. Uh, but got it back. We next day went out and sprayed wedding agent on all the holes. That's what Casey came out to talk about wedding agent. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I got these fucking hot spots. And I can't figure it out. So I was like, Yes, I'll take some because I yep. need to get sprayed wedding agent the next day. And now Friday, like the place looks you can see, if you were looking, you could see where you know because yeah. you're looking at yeah, it like going. I'm with the head yeah, pro, is like, that getting see, any like, better? Oh, that, I was like, Can yeah, you that, get any that better? was like brown. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Is like, yeah. is that better or is it me and thinking, members, hoping and dreaming it's better? I was ta- I've been talking to members like, hey, and they're like, you know, I kind of noticed a spot on twelve, but everybody, you know, like, but the shit, it's like that little stuff. Or we like, had the power ah. go out last week and. Uh, Javier was cruising around. He's like, hey, do you realize that the uh, clocks on 3 through 10 aren't working? I was like, you know, yesterday I, like, fired up some shit or I, you know, saw some stuff on uh, 10 uh, that looked a little warm, but nothing really crazy, crazy. Uh, But he threw that on, you know, he got that all fixed up. And then for the past, for the last day, we've had... uh, the generator hooked up to number seven clock, the second half fairway. So it's the same fucking thing. It's like, what the fuck is going on? The power went out in the town. Yeah. Got the deal. So it must have kicked on and somewhere it burned. He's digging up and he finds, you know, he's got the pulser out there going. He finds the uh, couple of all three wires burned at a spot about six inches long that he cut Ugh. out. And then up river a little bit, he sees that like, the gophers have chewed on the ground wire. Uh, so Monday we'll have the backhoe out there fucking finding those yeah. fucking things to fix those wires. But for now we got the generator hooked up to it. It's just what the shit. fuck is going. It's a, I mean, I don't know if it makes you sound like a bad superintendent. I'm like I should have known had I not gone out because everything indicated that it should be running. You go to the faceplate, It's like, there is no i think this is a i think yeah. what you're saying is this is a lesson of hey sometimes you do have to go in at night and you have to see watch what's it. doing yeah you got to see what's doing because something ain't right everything in the clock the faceplate i called uh toro i was like this is what's going on i don't think these heads are popping on and they're like well is, and then is it do is it this yes is it this yes is it this yes he's like oh i gotta think about it i don't know but if you do go in late at night make sure you get a selfie of your desk with some white claws on it <laughs> uh, that say that, like, working late tonight. That and was then only sent in, to one person. No, <laughs> I didn't get anything. Oh, you sent me something? <laughs> no, yeah. And make sure you plaster it everywhere. Like, I'm doing my job. Grind. Yeah, I'm doing my job. Like, no, and it stinks. No, I totally. It. It's, 
It's worth trying because to make had light. I not, you know, trying to make light day? of you the yeah, whole. Yeah, the next day would have been the same thing because when I ran the marinade manual irrigation, it worked fine. So it, you know, that it never crossed my mind. But when you're running that many heads, right? And actually, take that back. So when it started Monday, maybe it was like, man, these hot spots. So we cranked down the the uh, the flow. It was like, maybe we're just running too many heads. And it shouldn't. I only had 1,800 gallons per minute. I was like, maybe it's just too much. When I should be able to run 2,500. So we backed it down, I think, to 1,500. And it didn't make a change the next day. That's when I was like, all right, something's fucked up. So, oh, thank God grass is resilient. I Yeah. But there's like the fucking stupid stuff of this job. And, and you got your guru paint going out there, too. Yeah. I bet that helped yeah. hang on to some of that shit. <laughs> No free I mean, ads. The whole, I guess the whole end of the story is, it's just sometimes like, fuck, man. This shit that, I mean, it's kind of, it's the our job to know. Yeah, absolutely. But it's the unappreciative shit or the unknown, I guess not talked about. Just, fuck, you're not listening to this to not hear about yeah. this type of and shit, And the panic right? for me apparently was zero for the members. Because I talked to a member who would be blatantly honest. He's like, now that he's, I was like, man, I was fucking, free. he's like, why were you here so late? And I was like, oh yeah, this fucked up. He's like, you know what? I kind of did notice something on 12. And I was like, oh, that's, but he's like, eh, eh. And hey, I was like, are you, you know, serious? You know what the good part is, is that your fear of losing your job is hopefully won over by somebody seeing you there late at night trying to figure it out. Yeah. That says, no, I'm here to fuck. This is my job. Right. So you win that part of it too. So. Yeah, I think you called you called freaking out, and I say, Dan, you know what the fuck you're doing for your own health. If you were looking at what I was looking at, though, hey, like, uh, hey, I, I'm, I'm appreciating. Way worse. I'm appreciating what it is, but still, I mean, I drove there's around. plenty of people out there to help you do it, yeah. figure it out. You know, your assistants or companies out there that you guys that everybody can call to. Hey, I got a fucking problem. And if you're so worried that it's your job, maybe this podcast pick up the will help for the guy that's like having weird shit and goes out to tomorrow night and fucking notices his pressure stinks. It's worth it. It's definitely worth it. I mean, I've done it before, but never like that. Only because the quail run one through five fairway don't are not the same as the rest of the golf course. I have them on separate irrigation and everything because, and they run before everything because there's just something weird going on over there. And I've had to go out there before. You have valves or anything that, like clay valves that might be clogged and, yeah, the, or I don't know, a shit fully open. You just don't know, so you just manage. And I know this. Yeah, it's like add that to the list of fucking right. shit. There's right? definitely valves that are. I figured out work. how to manage it. Yeah. It might not be right, but we got fucking duct tape well, and bubble gum and shit's that working. Costs money. So fuck yeah. You want somebody to come Absolutely. out and replace all your valves? It costs a lot of money. It I, it needs to be done, but. That's a that's a capital project where we say, hey, we're gonna have somebody come out here and check all the valves. I know uh, a Make couple. Sure they're open and closed. I've heard of a golf course here in town, and I'm sure it's not only one; it's a couple. Is uh, they've moved on to like their main irrigation issues, like valves. Uh-huh. You know, anything that's less than putting a fucking coupling and a piece of pipe into, yeah. someone else comes and does it because they just don't have the staff to do it. They just and it's. Done right, yeah. cost them more money, but shit, that's... I don't know. Did I think that's 
ridiculous a little bit, but this supply chain is fucked right now. We can go this go a real deep, but I mean, I had a mainline break over the summer. That hole was open for four or five weeks, waiting on a part because we needed the. So we we had to replace. There was a mainline leak, so we had to cut the pipe, put two couplers, but it needed that. Uh, I don't know that adapter that you can put a T on to run a two inch vein into it. That fucking part to go on a six inch main or whatever. It took five weeks, so that hole it's was called just sitting the open. Saddle, saddle. It's late. I know. It's late. It is late. Uh, five weeks. Things sat open waiting Jesus for that part. Jesus Christ. It remembers like, uh, and it was on a hillside, so it's a shit ton of dirt on three. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Shit ton of dirt. It's like we're just waiting on a part. And it was for, it was for a greens loop, so I had to. Luckily, the greens was tied in on one side, so I could water. But I needed it for the loop to complete the the pressure. Get the pressure. The pre- Under pressure, pressure, pressure. Hey, let's chuck it over to, speaking of pressure, let's chuck it to Peter and let's do a little stump to Peter. Hey, Peter, what's going on? Not much. How are you doing? Nice. Saturday morning. It's only me and you this time. Uh, Dan is obviously not here in my house on a Saturday morning, but fuck it. We're going to get this thing done. A little bit of scheduling. We did a late night recording. With the uh, podcast last night, maybe maybe one or two too many beers, but uh, you'll hear it in the end of that. But uh, what's going on? How's work this morning? Good, good. Just uh, taking care of some little extra stuff, getting any volunteer ride that's more out in the rough that I didn't get the first go around, so just trying to clean up the rough. Yeah, it looked, uh, we played it the other day, and I first went to Hack Attack and uh, places... It's really good this year, uh, so kudos to you and the team. But uh, it's just like we've been saying, you know, give a superintendent a couple of years at a facility that needs to be taken care of, and you start to see it after, you know, year year one's a struggle because you're still trying to figure out what fucking clock runs what head and where things go and how to get around the place. And then year two, you start really dialing into what needs to be done there, and you've this is third overseed for you? there yeah third overseed yeah not i think it definitely shows you know what works what doesn't work you got your rates down you got your edges i don't know what the fuck you were really cleaning up but i understand why you're doing it now because it's gonna get cold in a couple weeks and uh nothing's gonna be taking up any of your you know your herbicide so it's just gonna sit there so smoke it now what were you spraying like just revolver this morning yeah, just an issue. So the first, the first go around was pre-emerging in post, sure guard with revolver on the edges. And um, when we were playing, I just there was a couple areas I noticed some rye just kind of farther out. So okay, areas we overseeded last year that we did it this year. So I just wanted to clean those up. Nice, uh, but anyways, the golf course was really good. Greens are awesome. Uh, I had. We had talked about what you were mowing than that, and it was like, these are not 140, or well, I wouldn't one, have thought, and I know you have fixed heads on your mowers, right? Correct. Yeah, correct. But they looked really good. They were firm as shit, and you rolled them. Uh, so whatever, I imagine everybody's super happy, you know, because yeah, no, I know you. your, fir- yeah, your first year there trying to figure it all out was, it was obviously a struggle, and now it's fucking night and day compared to two years ago. Yeah, so, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I, I feel good. It's uh, excited for the winter. So, good season ahead. Yes, and you've also done a fucking shitload of cleaning out the deserts, which is nice for, I'm sure, your clientele. They're not out in the schmutz too much looking for shit. You know, oh, some yeah, of your carry. 
I mean, the native here is, I mean, mainly it's just brittle bush, but any volunteer, I mean, just, it's nice to be able to walk into an area and, and be able to find something pretty quickly and then keep moving on. Yeah, because so. people are going in no matter what, so you might as well yeah. do the best you can, but it's not, you know, it's kind of one of those clean outs. It's not very pretty. It's just fucking clean. Just yeah. here, this is it. We're just hacking shit down because we don't have the time, the money, or anything to get rid of at the root level. You know, and then what are you going to put back there? This just, I forget what tea we were on. The tea box, you told the guys to come out there and trim, and they pretty much just lopped everything out of there. And it was like, yeah. fuck it. It's coming back. You know, yeah, exactly. it may kind of look shitty here, but you know what? It's it's a clean line to see what's going on out there. Yeah, out here it takes two months, and it's like, do we even do anything in this area? <laughs> exactly. yeah, and, and if you do get any rain, it takes a weekend for it to start yeah. coming back. So, uh, hey, I got a uh, pretty good stump to Peter this week. I hope it works out as well as I think it's going to. Um, I think we can dive into some Peter sick knowledge if you know it. Um, well, I gave you the hint. And yep. where, where do you think we're going? Uh, well, I'm assuming if you're following the trend, I'm guessing Georgia. Or no? We are in Georgia, my friend. We are in okay. Georgia, and there are some beauties down here. This ain't even on the list. Everybody wants to hear it. Go ahead and tell everybody. Who designed Augusta National? Oh, so Alistair McKenzie and Bobby Jones. So uh, that was Alistair McKenzie's, I think, last project or one of his last. And I mean, the, the famous story is he never got paid for it. So he oh, passed, really? away, passed away before he even got paid for his job. So it's uh, it's been worked over by so many guys now that it's – the routing's still intact, but um, the bunkers aren't anything like the original. It's it's with all these restorations that are going on in top clubs. I don't know if it'll ever happen there, but uh, a lot of the you know the classic guys are really pushing for a desk to get a, a restoration to kind of look like how it used to because it's definitely a different look now than um, what you see in the old pictures. Yeah, I saw on Instagram the other day, it was just like a GIF going, and it was uh, 1934, number 15, compared to what it looks like today, just in like a little animated deal. Holy shit. I mean, you could not miss the fairway in 1934 compared to now. Yeah, and I mean, when Tiger, uh, when he destroyed it in 97, I mean, that's what prompted them to make all the changes right away and then all the bunkers turn into kind of crisp clean edges and yeah it's it's second cut went in it's it's definitely a different golf course that's crazy i never heard that there was a lot of hubbub about people saying let's basically blow it up one time and do the whole thing is what you're saying correct yeah somebody wants it back to its original because it has it gets tinkered with every goddamn year correct correct but i'm saying after one april if they wanted to you could you know, knowing that place, they'd bring in 200 guys and redo the whole place that summer and have it ready to go, um, you know, for the next season. So, we'll see. Uh, That and Pebble Pebble Beach are always the two that they talk about where, you know, they need a restoration, but Augusta, there's no need for them to change, and Pebble Beach makes so much gosh darn money, they don't give a crap. Yeah, exactly, yeah. (laughs) You're going, half the people aren't even going there for the, they're going there for the bag tag, the hat and to play along the ocean. Probably the Correct. routing and everything has nothing to do with ninety no. percent of I the mean, people that play there. And the amount of money they would lose by being closed to redo it, I mean I can't even imagine. So Jesus Christ. 
They must. What do they get now? You got to pay five fifty, oh, six hundred bucks, and you have to stay at no, the resort. No, I, I bet they're up to seven fifty, eight hundred now. Jesus Christ! Because I, I know, know they, they were five hundred ten years ago. Right. So. There's going to be a couple that are going to be five hundred this year when we get to the open. Yep. I had uh, exactly. one of the somebody on Instagram had messaged me and uh, said he's you know starting to listen, and he's got a group of buddies that are coming out here. Eight of them. Uh, maybe me and Dan should give a little plug on where we think people should play and i said you know you listen to us you can hear where we play we pretty much play everywhere and it was the other question was where's your dollar at like what do you want to spend because i'll send you to some that you'll never think of playing that'll be on the value side but if you really want to you can go out there to quintero i think it's you've got to play it if you've never played desert golf but you're going to be reaching deep this year When it comes you're, to the week of the open, the week of the open, they're getting five hundred bucks. Yeah, there's you're no be, doubt. Uh, if you played, if you came out in January and February and wanted to play, you know, the top five publics out in Phoenix, you're going to be dropping close to two grand just oh, on three or four rounds. Yes, so. I would agree with that. Uh, that's wild. Um, we're getting, our, we're slated to get, uh, you know, with the dynamic pricing and everything, we have pretty much stuff set up as we'll be a hair over two hundred bucks. That's good. And uh, yeah, it's great. But if Desert Canyon, I'm not trying to say that Desert Canyon. I think it's a valued golf course. And if that's your value that week, holy shit, you know. But people Isn't are that nuts. It's, it's fucking nuts. nuts. And uh, and I said it back to the guy. I said, you know, it's hard for me to even think of this because we don't ever pay for it. The only golf no. I really ever pay for is here and there on the Jingweeds. We'll have to pay for cart fees or, you know, whatever it is or the, you know, the member rate. Uh, and then men's club, you know, just because I got involved with the men's club not to go and, you know, I got in there to play golf with my buddies. And there's a whole bunch of them that aren't even in golf. And I would never do that is like try to get into a club and, hey, can I have the golf for free because I'm in the industry? Yeah. That's such a yeah. dick move. And I say it all the time, pound for pound, the best value in this valley is probably GCU for every level of golfer because it can kick the shit out of you as a you know, very high handicapper because the greens complex will eat you alive if you stink. And then uh, you can stretch it to, what, 77, 7,800 yards if you were you know, some college athlete coming in here and playing you know, a plus handicapper, it'll still stretch you out and all that trouble comes into play from every single tee. And for 45 bucks, if you're walking, you can't beat it. And it's so walkable. It's so walkable. Uh, I think we pay, you know, with the weekly game, our rate, uh, and most likely a cart, uh, I think it was 90 bucks. But now that the weather's, beautiful with pull the card will get pulled out well, half of us will be walking uh so such a good deal but nobody ever thinks of oh you're gonna go play gcu's course you know when you're telling people to come from out of town yeah so all right let's draw dive into this i got some good ones we're gonna go right to where they're playing uh this week at uh sea island this- okay there's three courses there the one that they're playing on it's a ch allison which is uh Really good guy from from Britain that used to work with Harry Colt, 
they've done a bunch of top courses. So C.H. Allison, and then Joe Lee, I think, and then I know Fazio's been tinkering with it for the last 20 years. Yes, you are correct on the Joe Lee in the 70s, and then Fazio did it in 99. Yeah. Uh, is It's what I'm seeing as the last he, time it was touched. He, he did the Augusta bunkers there, which is funny. I mean, if you're watching it, they have the perfect – circular crisp edge looked very much like Augusta national bunkers there. So that's just Fazio taking what he's doing at Augusta, putting it there. Yeah, and it says that it was once rated as the number one golf resort in the country. Yeah. I can imagine well, that. in North America. So yeah, Jesus Christ. All right. You nailed that motherfucker. You're right. You're following, right? I think you studied cause you know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, I know that cor- that course is no, there's this, like I said, there's gems here and, I mean, anybody that has any knowledge, like, close to what you have, these things are up there. Let's hit East Lake. East Lake Legendary, is uh, uh, Bendelo, and then uh, Ross. Ross redid the routing, and then Reese Jones has butchered it. Oh, shots fired from here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why so? What's up it's, with the butchering It just looks so plain. I mean, I don't That's... That's, uh, you know, the USGA called in Reese or whoever, I don't know when he did that, 20 years ago. And it just, I don't know, it lost all its luster, in my opinion. That's another course that's been talked about to get restored back to Ross because it would look a thousand times better and probably shoot up the rankings. It just, the, the, the style and look don't look very appealing. It just, it's a normal looking golf course right now. Reese has the tendency to kind of take the, take the soul out of the golf course. Oh, so we're not much of a fan of Reese Jones, are we? Okay. (laughs) I have not picked up on that yet, but, uh, that's good knowledge. Good knowledge. Uh, lookout mountain. Yeah, that's a, uh, uh, Rainer Banks. So, um, template holes. And um, think Silva did some restoration. I know Gil Hans just got signed on. Gil Hans, uh, you know, he's got like 40 jobs going right now restoring golf courses. He just got signed on to do that one too. Really? Because yeah, you got Silva, uh, Rainer, Banks, and uh, Rainer's last one, right? I think so, yes. Yeah, yeah it says uh, Rainer's death while he was doing this before the course opened. So a little little knowledge on Rainer. So he he worked, you know he teamed up with CB McDonald, who did National Golf Links in Long Island, and you know learned from CB. He was a straight up engineer, had nothing to do with golf, no knowledge, no playing, and he was just a, a land engineer. And once he learned from a guy about golf holes and how, that's why when you say templates, they just had you know their their standard fourteen fifteen golf holes that they put in the landscape on you know this this is how this hole is going to be and so on and um that's how he went to design his golf courses but most of his courses where it's just him the, the people say the best holes are the ones that he did on his own without following a template so huh, he's a very he's a very good designer yeah it says uh un- unfortunately a combination of events uh rainer's death uh a rainstorm that washed away a number of the holes before the course opened in the onset of the great depression that ensured for more than 70 years the full potential of the spectacular property and it was never realized that's fucking wild i look out loud yeah interesting yeah it's like right it's right on the border of tennessee georgia and it's on a cliff yeah it says uh right uh sitting high above the city of uh chattanooga 
Yeah. So like half the holes, you're like looking down the cliff of the mountain. It's pretty cool looking. That is fucking crazy. Crazy stories one. And, and Stump to Peter's got me digging now a little bit more. So <laughs> uh, it's got some wild stories. Uh, how about Peachtree? Number Peach two tree. in the state is what. Yeah, that's. So that's Robert Trent Jones Sr. and uh, Bobby Jones too. So that was after Bobby Jones and Alistair did Augusta National. Bobby Jones lived in Atlanta and he wanted his own private club in Atlanta. So that's, they built Peachtree. Yeah. And that's, uh, this is Bobby Jones basically catching a spinal condition and uh, caused him to be paralyzed. And uh, he would never be able to see the finishing job of the whole thing. I didn't know that one. Huh? Hey, I'm telling you, Peter. I got <laughs> Maddie's starting to get the the knowledge on the back end of it, and that's as I started digging on these things. That's why I text you. I was like, I got a good one. Let's dig deep, and I know you know most of the stuff that I'm seeing. Yeah, but it's uh, that yeah, little Georgia's uh, definitely a, a golf rich state. There's a lot of history there. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I figured out here by doing this. I was like, Jesus Christ, and I mean, let's. I'm ending with the one that seems to be the most interesting one is Atlanta Country Club. Atlanta Country Club is Atlanta Athletic or Atlanta Country Club? Oh, sorry. Atlanta Athletic Club. Yes. That's another Robert Trent Jones Sr. And I think Reese, Reese has gone in and, and redone, you know, redone that work too. Uh, hold on. I may have. Sorry. I am asking and I'm reading. Atlanta Country Club, but okay, I, but I want, I want uh, the athletic club. <laughs> okay, the yeah, one that Atlanta thought. Athletics, Robertson Jones Senior with Reese, recently. I think Atlanta Country Club's Bird, uh, William Bird, if I'm not correct. He did a lot in the South. They got somebody Joe Finger on here list. Oh, Joe Finger. Okay, yep. with, with athletic or country club? At athletic club. Okay, yeah, Joe Finger. Yeah, yeah. Joe Finger and William Bird did a lot in North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia. Kind of mid mid fifties, I think sixties and seventies. If I had to take a guess, this has some. This is a wild one too to read about. I think Uh, founded in eighteen ninety eight. Wow. And I don't think yeah, golf did not appear on the original agenda. And. Who's a Bendelo? Who's commissioned to design a golf course at Atlantic's Atlanta suburbs? And this thing took over basically, what are they saying? A fucking, I don't know, I can cut some of this shit up. This is a fucked up story. This you need to go read about. Yeah, is this thing, uh, yeah, it's closed, opened, fucking didn't get built. All yeah, sorts of weird, weird shit. And then, uh, and, I, I would assume if it's a Robert Trent Jones Sr., it opened in what, 50, 60? Somewhere around there? 64. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and he designed three uh, nine-hole loops. Yeah. And then Joe Finger finished the fourth nine holes in 1971. Okay, yeah, because I was about to say it's 36 holes. Okay. Jesus. This fucking... I tell you, man, you're a fucking... Wealth of knowledge when it comes to this shit, and I think, and you did exactly what I thought you were going to do: is get the people that started it. How the hell I didn't know that these people that fucking somebody's out there fucking golf courses up on the regular, but I think it's nice to know that now well, I get to so, pay attention. So in the two thousand, when Mike Davis was head of the USGA, what was that? Two thousand to two thousand tens. 
they brought in Reese Jones. You know, that's he had the term the open doctor. So they would have him go redo all the courses that they did the U.S. Opens at. And he kind of got a got a, a he was known as kind of butchering a lot of old classic golf courses. So now Gil Hans is kind of taking over that term of being the open doctor. He's going to all these places, Oakland Hills, Olympic Club, um, you know, all these cl- Southern Hills where they're having the U.S. Open soon. Yeah, and I saw so, Olympic Club is on that. I didn't know it was he's on the list, but I did see yeah. that it's getting redone. So he, he's kind of the new open doctor. Instead of Reese Jones, like Reese Jones just made it into a Reese Jones golf course where Gil Hans is bringing it back to how it was in the 19, whenever it was designed. So yeah. there's a difference between a restoration and a renovation. Reese Jones just made it his golf course every ah. time. Do you think if he's doing that in the 90s, or oh, sorry, the early 2000s, you think that had a lot to do with the boom of golf back then and trying to make them, would you say, oh, easier? Sure. Easier no, golf courses? And No, that that was when Tiger was destroying everywhere. So that was when every high-end club wanted to be tournament capable. So Reese Jones was going in there and making them all, you know, 7,600 yards, bunkers from 280 to 320 on each side of the fairway. Yeah. So on and so on. I gotcha. I gotcha. So, yeah, they were really trying to make them harder. But they completely yeah. changed the look of the whole golf course. Well, just and, look at Quintero. Quintero is not an easy golf course. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, it also tightened up the details, it sounds like, you know, when as far as like the straight edge bunkers, rather than letting it kind of look natural, yeah. everything got – so the detail end went way up, which killed our end of the fucking – business you know because now we got guys doing shit that really doesn't at one point never really was intended to be done you know look at what they did to pinehurst you know now they got that you know number two back to the way it is i think that would blow my mind if i ever played there it was like going abandoned you know abandoned is just fucking a field with a goddamn hole at the end of it but it is pure golf but you don't look at it as it's not like the details aren't done it's just not that doesn't fit that mold of that golf course. You know, it should have no. some shag everywhere. You know, that's where its teeth is. You can't miss a fucking fairway, even though I tried to every goddamn hole. But, uh, you know, you get off the edge and you get way out there. Yeah, you should be penalized, but they give you plenty of space to play it. Yeah. The, you know, the whole so, mantra of, you know, clean edges along the bunker, all that stuff. I mean, that was all big in the 90s and 2000s, and it, it made our jobs harder for sure. Yeah. Or sure. Or just hope for another guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, right now, I'm letting my tee boxes kind of just go natural around them and see what happens. You know, it looks dumb when we can only edge one or two, and then we move on to everything else. By the time we get back to edging those tees, they're pretty much grown back. So now I got one or two moving around the golf course. Like, it's edged. I was like, fuck this. I'll just spray herbicide on that stuff, and we'll just kind of let the desert do its thing, and then people will wear out. The walking paths. Are, are you, you know? just going to spray it with glyphosate or yeah. like a dye collect to give yep. it a cool? Uh, well, adding both. Yeah. yeah. So I'm trying yeah, to blonde it and then hopefully it'll stay dead for a while. Yeah, I think that'll look cool. Um, it's just the big shit, you know, that I'm trying to knock down. But I, I send guys out there to clean around. It's just like, here, take a weed eater and buzz it. But don't go edging and starting to pull out chunks of sod that end up, you know, they're growing so much that you're basically sod cutting around the fucking thing. Yeah, so exactly. So we're just letting that go because there's nothing else on that golf course that's edged. 
that's kind of where it came to. It was like, listen, this place should be like this, you know, because the edge of the fairways just go to gnarly ass desert. So why not just keep it that way around the whole place? And then the areas that you got to carry in between the tee boxes and the fairways are all gnarly, nasty. So fuck it. And the people will wear it all away, you know, keep yeah. going to the tee box. It'll be a nice trail there. Golfers don't even know this that stuff, man. No, I, oh, I know. I know. The only people that do is me. That's it. Yeah. You know, I just got to worry about the fucking water bottles and the beer cans all over the place. Yeah. But, all right, dude. Good chatting with you. Uh, we got next winter hack is uh, on the books for uh, Wigwam. Chad's going to host it. Uh, I think that is the 8th of December. Uh, yes. I'm going to definitely try and get out there, keep this thing going, and uh, anybody else that wants involved. It's a short list because we're only doing eight to possibly 12 people. We had 12 at yours, but last year it was mostly eight because it's hard to get tea times for us. But uh, for eight dudes, if you're not asking your general manager or your whoever you're going to answer to to fucking get a couple people out on your golf course, you just did what you just did to it, and you do it every goddamn day. You deserve to be out there and playing it and to get a couple of your, for at least for us, your superintendent buddies. That's 16 more eyeballs out there looking at it uh you can definitely learn a lot about the place or see things that you had no idea or answer questions of uh what we had it was um uh, yeah. go have a couple sodas at fucking v's tap room possibly <laughs> uh as far as golf courses go hands down the best pizza at a golf course there's no <laughs> doubt right there uh so if you're ever up in the uh Vistancia area go grab a little pie and you can suck those fuckers down because they're little dudes yeah i I said to you i'd be 600 pounds if i fucking worked there because it's (laughs) like you really should only eat half of it but the two extra slices and then you're like fuck it i already have i only have two more and that's not even worth a meal later so now you just eat the whole pie and feel like shit for the rest of the day but going down it's good really good shit (laughs) All right, man, we'll catch you. Uh, have a, we're probably not going to do next week, Thanksgiving coming up. So happy Thanksgiving to you and everybody else. And uh, we'll uh, we'll catch up after that. All right? All right, sounds good. All right, later, man. Thank you. Have a good one. Later. I swear to God, I love fucking having Peter on. So we played Winter Hack Attack. Yep. Uh, first week out was at Vistante at Peter's Joint. Uh, good group. 12 of us played like dog shit. Everybody did. Like, played like dog shit. Um, Probably first time out for a lot of guys. Yes, it definitely was. I saw Ed played one of the... He he grinds, but... Uh, yeah, all right. Frankie. Frankie fall off spot. a chair. That's yeah, I know, spot. but she's going to fucking come take We're a day off. tight lies. She's fucking badass. What about it? But uh, Peter, uh, he's got the golf course looking really fucking good. That picture you sent that a fucking pipe went off the tree every time. That looked good. You could smell Vistancia from six miles away with the amount of iron he's got going out there. (laughs) It was was funny. Copenhagen rolled in there. He goes, I just followed the scent of iron to come into here. So, yeah, Peter's got his golf course looking really good. Um, Cleaned up a lot around the edges. It's one of those places, kind of like what we say about, you know, Rio with you there, is it continuously gets better and better and better as you learn the property and you see what needs to be done, uh, where needs to be cleaned, 
uh, all around his tee box. He's kind of like the homes encroach a little bit more than like a Desert Canyon. It's, they're different style golf courses, but then it's still like the tee pods of tee boxes with all the desert landscape, but yet it's so overgrown where our staffs are so small. Like I could see that. And so it's just like, fuck it, cut it down. That's yeah. what you see around a bunch of those tee boxes there. But conditions wise in the golf course, uh, greens were uh, nice and firm, speedy. He said he rolled them. Uh, I'll talk to Peter about this. Well, you heard about it while we were, Doing the stump to Peter, he told you all about what is going on there, but it was fucking real good. Real good. So if you ever get the chance, we had somebody that asked us, hey, we're coming out there for uh, the Phoenix Open, eight dudes. Uh, give us some golf courses that you, know, that you recommend, like the hidden gems. And I wrote back to the dude. I was like, hey, what's your price? Because yeah. there's a couple of them that for sure will hit 500 like the amount of golf that is going on right now in Arizona at public places, uh, it's wild. Like, wild. Uh, 500 bucks. Quintero, True North, the big dogs, you know, the ones yep. that everybody Greyhawk, knows. Greyhawk, probably. Greyhawk. Wicopaw. Wicopaw. They're going to be up in that. Um, Gold Canyon? Gold Canyon will probably be in the. Three. I saw. I thought maybe dinosaur three sidewinder two fifty, maybe three twenty, dinosaur. If if Greyhawks five, you know, like if these are five, like where the fuck is that line? Uh the canyon is gonna be definitely the most it's ever been. Two fifty. My place? Yeah. No, it, it's going to. I think with the dynamic pricing, prices are looking at for the week of the open at one ninety nine. You get 250. But right, that's now. But if the push comes with the dynamic pricing, it will push it up. So the later you get in and there's less and less tee times, there will be, maybe it'll get there. Um, but people are coming. Uh, so, dude asked us, what are the places that you would say is hidden gems? And he, I thought maybe that would be a good thing to talk about. And I thought we'd talk about enough of it. And I answered him was, hey, we talk about every place we play. Right. Most of them are awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. And I, when I wrote it, I had to delete, like, we don't play. I mean, we play everywhere. <laughs> you know, beep, 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 delete. Yeah. I mean, I'll play where everywhere. <laughs> uh, or anywhere, everywhere. I, you know Shit. what? It might be a good track, 500 Club. I think 500, yeah. I enjoy playing that place. I think uh, GCU, I bumped the wheels off of that. Yeah. Pound for pound, the best one. But if you got some scratch and you want to go play, yeah, let's go play. We go pop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go play. True North and say. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'm undercutting. Let's go. Um, I say or just come in the middle of the summer. Say, bring your I boys say, in the middle of the summer and play all those places anyway. I say Desert Canyon. Come and play that fucker for 125 that bucks. You the best buy bargain now. in town. You buy. Or two hundred bucks. I wonder how much old Dan's getting over at uh, Carolyn. That's probably got to be a four hundred situation, three fifty. I don't know. I would probably imagine. That's right if in the heart. Those right guys, then that's close to where the the tournament is, and probably everybody's staying at the hotel there. So what we're saying Dan'll, is, Dan'll it's fucking there. awesome. 
yes. that golf is crazy right now. So let's ride it. Let's ride it. Uh, the better everybody does, everybody does in it, you know, keep yeah. pushing those places. Yeah. So, you know, where we'll go, we'll probably talk about. And uh, I think we're going to do the next winter hack is going to be at Wigwam. So nice. uh, I well, think to that's go back December to that, honestly, 8th. anywhere you anywhere you play in February here in Arizona is probably going to be pretty fucking good. Yes. But at what price? That's what I'm saying. And if what you don't are the gems? Go to... But the question was, what are the gems? See, I don't, I don't, you would know way more than me because I kind of stick to what, you know what I mean? Like your place and then there's a couple other. Yeah, I don't branch out as much as you do. Maybe that's because I have three kids. <laughs> hey, I got a new kid too. She's just like chilling on the fucking seat. Frankie's first podcast. New mascot. Looks just like the old mascot. So what's the hidden gym? GCU, would you say? <sighs> I'd love to know. Ranch? I, I think I need to know the dollar amount. Yeah, yeah. Um, Of what you think. But pound for pound, Bone that's tree? one of my favorites. Uh, longbow, longbow is in that. I hear longbow is good. Um, Eagle Mountain. They're probably gonna get a, a good coin for that. Yeah, though. I think they do. I <clears throat> is McCormick Ranch. It's in probably the wheelhouse. Camelback. It's gonna Aviante's be tits. Oh fucking a! Aviante's tits. Get, yeah, that's they're gonna pull a fucking big big ticket. Four for Aviante. I would say four with yeah. their stay and play. Yeah. Yikes. Plus, don't you have to stay there to play it, or no? Uh, I don't think they restrict that. No, okay. I mean, think it's if it's open, open. Sometimes when you get those fucking groups that come in there, though, heads up. We had a group, uh, thirty-two dudes out this weekend, and a twenty-something physically threatened one of our rangers. You're kidding me. Yeah, because there was eight carts at number eighteen. And they wheeled up then, like, because they all wanted to play in together. And it was like, hey, you guys got to move on. And some, I guess, late 20-something big dude got out and threatened a uh, 67 man. No, 74, I believe. Tough guy. Yeah. <laughs> what a joke. No shit, right? Settle down, sunshine. And me being the tough guy, I'm like, yeah, man. If that ever happens and I'm around, call me. I'm like, ah, oh, no, don't call me. Like, don't put me in the... No, just call call the authorities call and fucking remove the dude. Yeah. Just whatever. Just, But don't don't be afraid of calling. Like, yeah. people need to be just fucking... It, yeah. Those are the ones that give whatever the golf perception that is bad. They're the ones that give the bad name. Get rid of them. Yep. Out of here. Yep. Your money, your fucking $100... 125, 210 come the weekend in the open. It's not fucking worth it. (laughs) Let's go. Son of a bitches. What a wash. You got a new beer and you didn't give me one? So this place, uh, or this place, it's a podcast. It's called uh, Tap That AZ. Uh, It's a microbrew podcast. And I hope to cross... Cross the boundaries and do a little show with these people at one point, but this is their beer that Simple Machine made for them. Dan's giving no help to this. He's busy. What? 
Let me drink this fucking beer right here. Double dry hopped with Zappa and cashmere apps. I'll be the judge of this. week wow it's really good you would hate that in a cup though because it's hazy but that's a fucking tasty brewski no and i did have it in a uh, glass the first night that i tried it i went out and did a research ride last week tried it out it was fucking it's really good that's birdie birdie beer that's kicking bird that's a good beer oh that hurt my cheeks hurt Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah but check these guys out it's uh tap that az podcast Little microbrew podcast. I've been just kind of Label's following pretty solid connected. too. It I'm is. a fan. It's very good. Yep. That's a birdie beer. Get one if you can. Holy shit. It's 8.2%. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> you didn't tell your boy. You might have to finish that one for me, bud. Or I'll be sleeping on your couch. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Hey, just want to say uh, thank you for everybody for listening. Welcome, little Frankie Beans, to the show. And uh, Dan, later. And stay pissed, everybody. See you guys. Love you, Mom and Dad. <laughs>